0: Last week, we talked about awareness and influence. And on your personal life, what are you aware of and what can you, use, once you're aware of something, you can do to influence yourself or influence others or influence situations? Being that it's the last meeting of the year, I want to talk about expectations. Not just expectations, realistic expectations. Because a lot of times people have unrealistic expectations and if you have unrealistic expectations, you are in essence setting yourself up for failure. So if you say to yourself, I want to make $10 million this year, that's not necessarily unrealistic, but if you know your work effort, your work ethic, you know your skill set or lack of skill set, your best shot at making $10 million is winning the lottery. So you're setting yourself up for failure, and disappointment. I don't know that anybody wants to do that. Now, can you make 10 million? Anybody in this room can make 10 million. Anybody on the call can make 10 million. When I say unrealistic expectations, it's not just what you want to accomplish, it's the how. If you know yourself, the how's got to play a role. How am I going to accomplish this? And if you answer the how, and when it comes to the how, you say, okay, what effort do I gotta put into that? You know yourself better than anyone else does. So you know how, and you know what's required in the effort. If you know you're not gonna do those two, then that's unrealistic. If you're gonna do something, if the effort you have to exert is 10 times your normal effort, it's very unlikely you're gonna do it. So you're setting yourself up for disappointment. And I'm not saying this to dog anybody, I'm saying it so you can succeed on the goals you set for yourself. Because if you set a goal, it feels good when you do it. Like, for example, I'm going to wake up every day this week at 7 a.m. And you typically wake up at 7.30 a.m. That's achievable. But if you say, I'm going to wake up for the next year at 5 a.m. And you wake up at 7, that's very unrealistic. It just is. It's not impossible. It's just unrealistic. I wake up at 5. I don't need an alarm clock. I wake up at 5 every single day of the week. Now, there's, there's a few days that... I'll sleep in to 5.20. Ooh, it's it risky. But it, it's my clock's been set. So if I said I want to start waking up at 4.45 a.m., it's not out of the realm of possibilities for me to do that. But if I, said I want to wake up at 2 a.m. every morning, that's insane. It's not going to happen. It'll take some real effort. I'm not going to do it. So are you realistic or realistic with your expectations or goals for yourself? Well, let's take a look back at 22. What goals did you set for yourself at 22? What did you change about yourself to achieve those goals? Because if you have goals, that means you're going to accomplish things you ain't never accomplished before. That means something has to change. Be mindful, when you set new goals, something's got to change to get those goals to happen. You're not going to be the same. If you want to lose weight, you got to stop eating certain things you're eating, or you got to stop eating less frequently. Something has to change. If you want to get more in shape, you have to spend time, you have to change the time you're spending on different things. If you want to increase your skill set, you got to change the time you're spending. Last week, we talked about awareness and influence. We talked about time. That was also part of the conversation. We all spend it. We don't know how much we have of it. And we don't know when it ends. We don't know how much, you know, we don't know when the, what the limit is to the time we have available. So what you spend your time on is a really big deal. And if you want to improve yourself, you will have to change the things you choose to spend your time on. If you want to accomplish goals that you've never accomplished before or increase goals that you accomplished but do more of them, you have to choose where do I want to spend my time So I talk about self-improvement. I'm always working on improving myself. Now, I might work on improving myself eight hours a day. I only might get good results for 20 minutes, but it took the entire eight hours of commitment to get that 20 minutes of good results. I'm okay with that. If If I improve myself, I have to figure out what is my time that gets me the best return on improvement. So if it's an hour, two hours, 10 hours, a month, I'll learn what it takes to improve myself and I will put the time in to do so. So, if you did make a goal to make changes last year, or it took a change to get a goal, how long did that change last? For example, people go, I'm gonna quit smoking. You know how many people I know tell me they're gonna quit smoking? I, I call it the pause, not the quit. You ain't quitting smoking, you're pausing. Let's call it what it is a pause. I like to say, I quit eating fried food. So, when you guys have a French fry in the kitchen, I grab one. It's a French fry, fried food. I didn't quit eating french fries, I paused. And I gotta be real with myself. But that's okay, because if you pause, there's a frequency gap. So like, for example, if you quit smoking for a week, and you say, oh, I smoked again. I gotta start all over. No, you just start again. If you quit for seven days, now try to quit for eight days. You just trip and fall, try to quit for nine days. You get past nine, trip and fall, 10, and so on and so forth. You get to the point where you might smoke a cigarette a year, and you're golden. So the change might be, I wanna increase the time I can go without a cigarette. I want to increase the time I can go without being distracted at the office. I want to increase the time I can focus on every task in my queue in the office without having to get up and waste time. Those are some of the goals you guys could set. Set small goals, medium-sized goals, and big goals. You might want to set daily goals. I want to get new goals or expectations for myself on a daily basis so I can improve my day. And if I have more good days than bad days, I've had a good year. When we talk about how long did your change last, Did you apply the choice habit instinct model? I made a choice to change something about myself. I did that change frequent enough, it became habitual. That habit became so much ingrained in who I am, it now is instinctual, I don't have to think about it. I've actually changed my behavior modification, I did it. I'm a different person, now, based on that change choice, which is awesome. And that's how you all can do it, choice habit instinct. And whatever that change was, when you look back at 22, did it work? and contribute to achieving whatever that goal was you wanted to achieve. Did that change help you? Did it really make you get where you wanted to go? Because we all go to everyone else. If we have a goal we want to set, and we're asking other people about our goals, guys, you already know what you want to do. You're not asking them for the real opinion. You just want to validate your opinion of yourself. You're looking for validation. We all want to be validated, and we look to other people to validate ourselves. Let me tell you something. You know who validates me? The mirror. That's who validates me. I'll let you know when I need your validation because it ain't now. I don't need you guys to validate me. Because most of us, if we try to validate somebody else, we're going to make them feel like crap. Why? Because that's when our own insecurities come out. So then when you're looking to make changes, you got to be realistic with yourself about is this change temporary or permanent? So let's talk about food. When people say they want to diet, I don't diet. I change my eating habits as a lifestyle change or I don't. That's it. If you diet, you're, you're doomed to be tortured. I'm sorry, you're doomed to be tortured. You could say, okay, one of my goals is to be conscious of the things I put in my body for 23. To be aware of it. That's a good goal. We can all be aware of it. So if you eat it, say, you know what? I'm gonna have fries once a week. That's okay. It's not bad. There's no zero sum gain to say it's all or none. That's not what we're saying when it comes to goals. Goals don't have to be that. So don't do that to yourself. I'm not gonna smoke anymore ever again. That's a hard goal. If you've been smoking your whole life, that's a hard goal to stop. If you've been eating fried food your whole life, grow up poor, fried food's part of my childhood. It's hard to stop eating fried food. It's good. Fried French fries taste good with salt all over it. It's delicious. Ketchup, you know how nasty ketchup is for you? It's nasty. Read the ingredients, it's nasty. We douse fries and ketchup. We douse them. Oh. But maybe have less of a bad thing for 23. Just less of a bad thing, more of a good thing. Give yourself stages. Part of CATS, so a structure of stages. Plan your goals in stages, folks. You can achieve them. Once you get to stage A, then go to stage B. Once you get to stage B, go to stage C, or one stage one, two, and three. Build your goals in stages, small increments that you can succeed on. Because if you do that, you'll do better. It's like training, a, it's like training an animal, training a dog. You train a dog in stages, and it works. And it's not as frustrating because if you, if you, I have, I, I, you guys, a lot of you guys I talk to, I say, don't try to cure cancer in the first stage. It's not going to work. I say it often. Well, I said, earlier, right, one of my goals for me is to care about what I think, not what everyone else thinks about me. What I think about renaissance. So I like you guys to care about what you think about renaissance, what you think about you. I want that to be one of your goals for 23. Let your feelings about yourself Affect your choices more than everyone else's feelings about you. And that's hard, folks. That's a hard one. That'll be your toughest goal for 23. Let your feelings about yourself affect your choices for you more than anyone else's feelings about yourself. There's things I don't like about myself. I gotta change those first before I can change what you might not like about me. Because what we often do is we put everyone else's feelings about ourselves above our own feelings about ourselves. Let me tell you the challenge with that. There's over seven billion people on the planet. If I gotta make sure your concerns are all addressed before I ever get to mine, I will never get to mine. And hence, I'll just live the rest of my life being insecure and not liking myself. That sounds like a crappy existence. I'm not interested in it. So as much as I care about what you think, please know it'll be second when it comes to what I think. So I want your feedback. I'll listen, I'm I'm good at that. I might not agree. I might use it and go, you know what, I feel the same way. Or you might make me look at myself and reflect and go, Ted, do you agree with what that person just told you about yourself? If the answer is no, I'm moving on. If the answer is yes, then I put it in my party list of how I want to address it. One of my goals is make sure you listen more to other people. That sounds contrary to what I just said, doesn't it? Here's the reason why I know the things I know, and I know the things I don't know. But there's so much more I don't even know I don't know. So when you tell me something about myself, I have to quickly evaluate, is that relevant to what I want to be? Do I value it as true? Is it just a criticism to make me feel bad about myself? Or is this person trying to improve who I am? I ask those questions, I compartmentalize the feedback, and I move on. So one of my other goals, which will affect Renaissance as well as my personal life, I want to look around and find the people that are trying to raise me up versus the ones that are trying to keep me down. And it's not as hard as you think to tell the difference. How many of you want to have people in your life that are trying to keep you down? We all know the answer. Nobody wants that. When you find those people, run. Run as far away from them as you can. Run until you have to walk, because that's what I'm going to do. So if you're one of those people that you try to bring me down, it'll be obvious to me, because I'm looking for it now. I wasn't looking for it in 22. I'm looking for it in 23. There's a few people I've already vetted. I'm like, oof, this is going to stink. I have to cut certain people out of my life. And sometimes when you cut those people out of your life, you're helping them as well. So I've gone through my my December 26, 2019 journey. The that changed my life in ways I can't even describe. And I went through 22 asking myself certain things about who I am and what I wanna be. And and there's been some painful, really painful situations throughout that journey. And then this morning I was walking in and I'm like, how do I wanna finish my message? That's easy. I'm back. The pain is gone. That doesn't mean that life ain't gonna be paid for me, but the pain is gone. And you all know I'm talking about my divorce. That pain is over, done. Now messing up my family, that pain will be forever. But that pain motivates me to do better with my family every day right now. So I've, I know when I say I'm back, and the podcast is called No Pain Without Purpose for a reason, when I say I'm back, I took every ounce of pain in my life forever and said, I'm gonna turn this into something positive. I was always that way. That's what I lost. And in 22, my goal was to bring it back. I didn't realize it would take to the end of 22 to do it. Well, now I know I'm very clearly aware that anything that negative happens, I go, I'm gonna spin this into a positive. I have everybody in this room, everyone in this call to thank for that. That's how I know the people around me at Renaissance, they're making me better. I know it. If you got people in your life that all they do is tell you when you're doing bad, they're the people you don't wanna be around. Because those people that only tell you when you're doing bad, trust me, they're taking pleasure in that notification. They enjoy telling you when you're doing bad because they don't have to look at their own crappy situation. They'd rather tell you about how bad you are so they ain't gotta judge themselves. that mirror they're looking it ain't so, It ain't so clear. It's intentional. So when you look back at your life, find that time when you know you felt good about yourself. Figure out why. Bring it forward, so you look in the mirror, you can say, I'm back. Not back to being the same person, back to the same approach that made you healthy and happy and, and enjoying your life on a daily basis, because that's what I want to do. I plan on having more healthy, happy days in 23 than I've ever had in my life. I've never had 365 happy days in a year. My life's never happened. That's tough and rough, I know. So if at the end of the year I tell you guys I had 340, that's pretty good. I've never counted the days before. I'm gonna count them now. I like counting things. I count a certain number of instances of things that makes me feel good. i count them. I'm not gonna count the negative curse here. I'm only gonna count the good. I'm gonna say, I'll go, I went through a whole day without being mad today. Or I went through a whole day without cursing. So that doesn't mean that if I curse today, my year is ruined. It means that's just one day I messed up. I can do it again tomorrow. Remember that, if you mess up today, it doesn't mean you've lost. It's a war. The war's the year. The battle is every single day. You battle every day. You lose today's battle, win tomorrow's. You win tomorrow's, try to win again two days in a row. That's what I'm going to do.